<laughs> it's time to flashback with Michael Smith. <laughs> That's right. The Flash Gordon of radio and TV, Michael Smith, joins us. Michael, good morning to you. Can I suggest that Sam Dado has way too much time on his hands <laughs> if he's able to come up with an open like that for flashback? But thank you. I'm no superhero, but I do like the style. Oh, you're a superhero <laughs> to us, Michael. You're a superhero over summer working with Lucy too, mate. Superb. It was great fun. Thanks for the opportunity for letting me to fill in for you guys. But uh, no, Lucy's a star. Although she's a bit slack being at the tennis this week. That's yeah. a story for another day, though, probably. Well, that's right, exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, did you, I was just going to say before you start flashing back. Did you hear yeah. Blakey's tribute to both of you yesterday? I did. I feel like I finally made it. When you make it behind closed doors, like having been there for just a week, that was pretty remarkable to get <laughs> to get a flag. But Blakey's an absolute genius. Well, I thought I sounded a lot like your dad, Will. Yes. Uh, rather than me, his, his impersonation of Graham Goodings and me is quite similar. Yeah, there you go. you've got a similar timber, I suppose. <laughs> timber. Timber. Fun nonetheless. Uh, anyway, I'll flashback this week. We're heading back to the 90s, to Adelaide's last Grand Prix. You might remember it was uh, promoted as the grand finale back in 1995. Memorable for a couple of reasons. At the time, we set a new world record for crowd attendance. 210,000 people turned out on race day on the Sunday. But it's also memorable for a, a terrible accident that happened in the first qualifying session on the Friday. Finnish driver Mika Hakkinen came to grief at the end of Rundle Road. You might remember that the Grand Prix circuit was bigger than the 500 circuit. It went down Rundle Road and then turned round into the Gettable Terrace to, to Brabham Strait. Hakkinen suffered a blowout in his McLaren at 200 k's an hour. He became airborne and went sideways into the tyre barrier at what was called Brewery Corner. Terribly badly injured. He was thrown around in the McLaren like a rag doll, suffered a fractured skull and basically stopped breathing. His life only saved thanks to the remarkable response of a couple of specialists from the Royal Adelaide who were mm. on the track within seconds, Dr Steve Lewis and Jerome Cockings, who managed to perform what's very similar to a tracheotomy trackside by punching a hole in his throat to get an air tube in there to get him breathing again. They worked on him for about 15 minutes trackside before he was taken to the Royal Adelaide and put... Uh, under the care of the team of Dr Bill Griggs and the newly formed trauma service that had just been established at the Royal Adelaide. He was so badly injured, he spent about a month in the RA, but remarkably recovered, and just a few years later went on to, of course, win back-to-back -back world championships. I've caught up with, with Bill Griggs, who says before he won those championships, Mick Hackenden actually came back to Adelaide to help open the new helipad on the top of the Royal Adelaide, although... He found it surprisingly confronting to be back here. But I think it was actually a difficult time for him. It was uh, coming back and seeing the corner where it happened and getting you know, up close and personal to the, the hospital. I think that, you know, he struggled a little bit more with that than, uh, than perhaps he thought he would have. Um, and you do see that sometimes. You do see that, that while people are grateful to you for what you've done, sometimes you become like a reminder of a bad time in their life when they're really ready to move on, and that's okay. Well, I think it was actually a difficult time for him. It was uh, coming back and seeing the corner where it happened and getting you know, up close and personal to the, the hospital. I think that you know, he struggled a little bit more with that than, uh, than perhaps he thought he would have. Um, and you do see that sometimes. You do see that, that while people are grateful to you for what you've done, sometimes you become like a reminder of a bad time in their life when they're really ready to move on, and that's okay.
It's amazing. So good we heard him twice there. <laughs> yeah, well, such an amazing testament to the work of, of the people at the at the at the Ra, though, and you know, you, you you do wonder in the absence of that kind of care, it would have been a very different result. It really did. I think Hagen is extraordinarily grateful to the team at the Royal Adelaide, and, and Bill Griggs points out that he's often given the lion's share of the credit for. Um, Mika Hakkinen's survival and his ultimate recovery, but he points out it was very much a team effort. And thanks largely to the incredible response by those two doctors who were trackside and who were able to perform that procedure at Brewery Corner to stabilise him and get him in the ambulance to the RAR in the first place. It, it, the, very the, the vision, Michael, and... people have to tune in to Seven News and see the vision of this. I've just re-watched it. There are three things that really stand out in watching it. The first and the most confronting bit is the the panic well, not panic's the wrong word. You can clearly see it's an emergency on the basis of the way in which those first responders react to seeing him. When they get to the vehicle, they look genuinely disturbed and they're moving quite frantically. The second is the way in which Formula One cars have changed. They've now got the big halo that, that protects drivers from things. But uh, the third is the, the degree to which his head whips around in the crash when they show the onboard footage. You just get a sense of how much the car design has evolved. I just don't think people's heads move around that much. They look so exposed in cars as recently mm. as the mid nineties. It is it is genuinely terrifying. Watching that that, that onboard camera vision that you oh. talk about is incredible, Will. His head's like a like a rag doll bouncing around. Oh. A number of the other drivers raised concerns that it might have had something to do with the design of the Adelaide circuit, but it was just a, a really bad malfunction of his car. So there were no design faults with the track, but a remarkable story, and as you say, incredible pictures. Michael, thank you. Uh, it's, a glad, it's a story that has a happy ending. Yeah, um, absolutely. Albeit, as, as Bill Griggs described, one that's still pretty confronting for Mika Hakkinen. Uh, worth checking out. Michael Smith, 7 News flashback. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.